That makes me so sad. Uh, me too. Me too. I wonder why yeah. we sing that at New Year's. I wonder what it means. I don't know. Old Lang Syne. I don't know. Is that how you say it? I don't know. Old Lang Syne. Old Lang Syne. Old Lang Syne. Yeah. And I can't be bothered Googling yeah. what it means. Everyone, hello, it's Mal. It's Monty. It's nearly the new year and maybe when you're listening to this, it is the new year. You know? Maybe. Maybe. Isn't that wild? Wild, wild, wild. We're about to head into 2024. Do you know something scary that I thought about the other day? What? So my daughter's going into year 10. Mm, that is scary she's, in itself. Yeah. As she said, oh, I'm going to be able to drive <gasps> next year with her learners. And I was like, mm, yes, you are. Oh, I'm my not doing God. That. No, you cannot do that. That's a mark no. job and a lesson job. Yes. But also mm. I thought, oh, in two years, she finishes high school, yeah. 2026, which is 30 years since I finished oh, high school. I finished in 96. <gasps> Isn't it wild? I know I caught up with um, school friends the other day and it's 25 years now for us since we were, or 24 years since we were in school. And I was like tripping out and they're like, yeah, lots happened since then. And I'm like, this is fucking weird. Like to me, we're still in high school. Like in my mind, I'm still very young. Yes. You know? Same. Isn't it so weird? My dad, who's 70, 77, is always like, he, he's like a 25-year-old, like he plays tennis all the time, he travels all the time, and he's so, always saying how he feels like, you know, a 30-year-old in his head. And I'm just – That's so good. Yeah, which is amazing, but it trips him out, do you know what I mean? And it trips me out already. So imagine when we're that age, when we're like, oh, I can't believe like my age is this, but I don't feel like this at all. Isn't that funny? Mark and I had like a disagreement not an argument, a disagreement mm. the other night. We were talking about this exact same thing and I said, like the thought of an older man looking at a young woman is ugh, gross, mm. right? But that older man is still young inside. Yes. So what he finds attractive doesn't – you don't automatically start looking at 90-year-olds and yes. going, oh, yeah, she's hot, yes. right? Yes. <laughs> but I said – the disagreement part was I was saying that I think women physically are probably in their peak mm. in their 20s. Everything's mm. tight and high and whatever. And he's like, I don't agree. Mm. I wonder when we are. I've, I've, I remember when I was peaking. I remember when I actually was like, I'm looking good. I've over, I'm over my peak now. Oh, I, think, I think most of us. What? <laughs> you know what? It depends what you think peak means yeah sometimes uh, yeah and sometimes people are like oh I feel I'm you know in my 40s I feel really comfortable in my body now and this and that oh. but mine was like I looked banging like I remember going oh my god like I actually look really good I feel good in my clothes my like I didn't have all these fucking wrinkles yet I just felt like yes yeah. and then I remember vividly going oh the peak's over like the Oh, the peak is definitely over. Also, you can tell from your friends or when you look at people who you went to school with and you're like, holy shit, you look 100 years old. I know. It's usually the boys too because of losing hair and everything. It's like, whoa, what happened to him? <laughs> and all those tarries in the toilets, not such a good idea. Not such a good idea. Not such a good idea no. at all. So we thought for today we'd do our loving and loathing for the year. Like what were yes. what did we love in our year and what what didn't go so well in our year? Mel, do you want to kick off? Why don't we kick off with loathing and then end on a high note? Okay, so my year 
kicked off shit with I have spoken about this before, but Mark had a brain infection. Yes. Which was probably the scariest time of my entire life mm. because he lost his sort of cognitive ability yeah. to do things. So like he was looking at his phone, he couldn't figure out how to use his phone. <sighs> The doctors are like, can you say the months backwards starting from December? He couldn't get past November. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Mm. So that was not good. And then terrifying. it was very scary. And then later in the year, um, I haven't spoken about this, but you know, Monty, I have had this really annoying thing called hyperacusis, which is an issue with my hearing, Mm. but it's like everything is loud and magnified. And there was a time there, it was quite rocky, like it was shit. Mm. But mm. my main loathing is that I feel like I've been unconscious the whole year. Mm. I feel like I've lost a year of my life wow. because apart from those couple of things, it's like what's happened this year, I don't know. Mm. Mm. I've, I haven't been present all year. Yeah, right. And I feel like, fuck, that's, that's, a, that's a lot of days. Mm. Not to be paying attention. Yeah. And I feel like these things keep happening, like it's a way of, God or whatever, sort of knocking me over the head, like, wake up, pay attention, wake up. It's going to keep happening until I get the message. Yeah. you ha- The thing is, though, you have had so much going on. You've gone from Mark mm. having cancer into the brain infection, into your hearing, which you downplay, but that was hell. Like, you had to wear yeah, yeah. earplugs for months and months. You couldn't really yeah. leave the house. It yeah. was absolutely awful for you and that would drive Mm. anyone mad and make them depressed and anxious as well when you've got like this chronic thing going on so I Mm. think that you've got to be kinder to yourself with that do you know what I mean it's almost like Mm. you probably have gone into a protection mode where you've just stepped back and you're not really there maybe maybe Let's hope that changes next year. I know. Eh? So funny how we make, we go also, yeah, next year where the day just rolls over, oh, you know. I it's know. like it's the 31st into the 1st and we expect all this shit to change. Same. But what about you? Um, I reckon, um, and I haven't spoken about this, but a few months ago I've spoken to you, Mel, I mm. became severely depressed really, really depressed to a point that I was scared. Not that I would do anything, but I thought I'm never getting out of this. Um, And it was one of the hardest times of my life. I couldn't barely get out of bed. I couldn't stop crying. Sam was really worried. I had to speak to my psychiatrist every second day um, and I changed up my medication and I am in a much better place. It pulled me out of a hole, but I thought I was going to have to go to hospital. I thought, I'm so bad. I need to go to hospital and get this sorted out because I cannot do this anymore. I feel like I have had two years of it being really challenging. My little boy um, has really or had really bad anxiety, could barely go to school, yeah. just completely almost changed overnight and my life felt like it tipped on its head. I felt like I was living a yeah. life that was unrecognisable. And then the 3pm pickup stopped, which was like almost my lifeline, my distraction from mm. home and how challenging it was. And also something, I've been in radio for 20 years, so I feel Mm. like this has been challenging because I haven't been doing that and I've been like what's my purpose like what am I doing because work gave me so much purpose so much purpose like I love my work and to have Mm. that not there has been really challenging so I think slipping into the depression was like 
for two years, I've been white knuckling it and it was just like my body and mind was like no more and it gave away on me. That was um, from an outsider point of view, that was a scary time for all of us because no one, I don't think, like we've all seen each other very low Mm. but I don't think any of us had seen you like you were during that period. I'd never been like that and I've lost my mum. Like I was laying in bed and I'd be like, you've got to get up and go to the toilet. And like I didn't even have the energy or the willpower to do that. Like it was bad. It was bad. So I just, for anyone out there, I guess, who's going through that or know someone, there is a way out, you know. It's And for me it was medication and also I have to exercise every day. And I also reconnected with a lot of my friends, I think, since moving. That's a big um, thing. I've kind of, and because the years of the last couple of years have been so tough, I've isolated myself a bit and I'm like, fuck, I've lost these connections. So I've reached out and told my really good friends and I've reconnected yep. more with them, which has been, filled my cup more. There's a really beautiful um, quote that I saw come up the other day and it was something like, when you feel like you've been buried, mm sometimes it's just that you've been replanted and I thought oh geez it's almost like just a a nice way of saying you've hit rock bottom but maybe that's where you need to sort of break apart to build back up again yes yeah almost like being reborn sort of totally yeah like in you yeah you've got to regrow which I feel like and I'm like okay I have to pivot my career isn't where I want it to be now what am I going to do because I need to work. What are you talking about? We've got this <laughs> world famous well, podcast. Well, this podcast though has be- also been was a savior for me. You know, it was like during it, mm. um, we did one of the podcasts. I was literally laying in my bed because oh. I'm like, we've got to do this. I couldn't let you. I didn't want to let you down. And we had some sponsors, mm. so it was like we've got to keep going. But that I remember Sam's like, did you just podcast? And I said, yes. And he said, I didn't hear a thing. He's like, normally I hear you laughing your head off. I'm like, I don't even know how I got through it. It was the hardest thing <laughs> during that to do. Yeah. Mm. But you did it. Did it. Did it. And I'm in such a better place. I still have yeah. – I'm still up and down in terms of some days I'm like, fuck, this is a bad day. And then other days I'm completely fine. But it, that's also human nature. I think because I think so. I've been there, I overanalyze my moods, you know, where I'm like, yeah. oh, today I feel really low, you know, and I might miss my mum more and I might be going, fuck, what am I doing with my life? And then – but most of the time I'm just fine and chugging along now, thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God for medication. Thank God for medication and that's there for us, you know, and it took a lot of different trial and error for me to get to where I am now, that's for sure. Yeah. Okay, so let's finish on the nice stuff. So my loving Mm -hmm. has been, and I have mentioned this before, but I feel like this year I've sort of come into my own a bit. I have always felt um, this, this sort of feeling of, oh, I'm not as good as everyone else. Mm. Everyone's better. Everyone's got a better this, better that. I was always looking to everybody else for what they had. And Comparing. I, yeah. This year I felt like, actually, I am pretty talented at some mm. things. There are Mega. things I can do. And don't always sell yourself short. And I think probably a lot of that is age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that you, you grow up and you think, actually, you know what? You're not that kid in high school anymore that's sort of like, 
wasn't sporty and you wished you were or mm. whatever, you got other skills, you know. Totally. You were so you were such a brilliant writer. You were so like Mel edits our podcast, does you do so much that you were so ridiculously talented. Every time I say anything about the podcast, everyone's like, I love Mel. Always. Oh, that's nice. Yes. Well, that's very nice. But I did feel like that. And also there's been a shift this year of my kids growing up. Yeah, oh, how nice. And me sort of looking at them and seeing them become their own people but also without sounding soppy because I know it's going to sound revolting. Mm. <laughs> but, you know, yes, they're assholes at home. Yeah. But I look at them sometimes and I think, oh, you've got the things that I always – wished for yeah in your kids in a kid yes. they're kind they're they're good people mm. said to mark well done to you and well done to me totally good job. though good job yeah for sure that is so I amazing mean, you're at that stage you can stand back and go we've done well these kids are yeah they're good you yeah know? that doesn't that that doesn't mean faultless no of course not and you're not saying but, that but the, it isn't i think it's nice when they get to an age where you can go okay you're going to be okay now you know, yeah. like you've yeah. got the skills that'll get you through. I'm so not there yet yeah. with a three-year-old that is delayed with his speech and too <laughs> hyperactive. But he will. Yeah, I know he will. He will get there. Yeah, it's just but, stressful yeah. when they're behind, you know, and you can't help I but know. compare. You're like, oh. Um, that's so I good. I also think for you, you picked up more work with a leader who Stacey, yes. um, who also is a part of Show and Tell, works for Luke Darcy's company where they yeah. kind of mentor and um, work with different leaders in different fields. Yes. It's incredible. And you've picked up work with them and I think that that would have given you more than you know too, like an outside yeah. of us, of show and tell going, oh, we think you're great, come and work with us. Yeah, yeah, it has, it has. And that, you know, like we've talked about this before, I've said it before, like I'm like a dog, I need praise yes. all the time. Yes, So when I get that oh, it's not just someone who knows me yeah, and, yeah. you know, someone from the outside who says, wow, that's amazing that I think, oh. Maybe it is. Good on your love. Yes. Well done. <laughs> How about you? Um, my loving is that I was living in a, um, a beautiful house in Byron Bay mm. that we took a huge risk on um, buying when we did. Yeah. And then, but we were a bedroom sh short. So every night, Otis would fall asleep in a um, porticot in my room, and then we'd move him across to the TV room because we actually made one of the yes. bedrooms a TV room because we need a separate room for the boys. And mm. then we made the decision to sell that and move to a, an area that's more family, like a lot more kids yeah. around and more families around. And the house is so far from beautiful. It is like the daggiest chipped white tiles, like I was nervous mm. that I'd get out of the shower and feel dirty. But yeah. <laughs> I don't and I feel really proud of Sam and I for going, kind of backing ourselves in and going, let's get this, let's get our mortgage down, let's get the kids a bedroom. And the area is so much better. There's always kids knocking on the door. I feel like my eldest has, is lighter and is feeling happier here, and I mm. am too. And it made me – I know people go, you know, things don't make you happy, but it just made me go, oh, my God, like a house does not make you happy. No. You know, like a I had a beautiful home and like I said, I slipped into a depression. I wasn't happy for nearly those two years mm. and I'm in this home now and I'm so much happier and I think yeah. that's – 
probably been my highlight of moving to this different place that I just need so much work, but I'm so much happier in it. Yeah, and it's the dynamic of what's going on inside the home totally. that matters. Like, because I've said before, my boys fight really hectically, you know, and everyone's like, yeah. they'll be friends when they're older. And I'm like, I don't know if they will. Like, they just do not get along at all. But last night, mm. uh, Baxter, who never asks Arlo to do anything, is just at his throat. He's like, hey, Arlo, let's go play one-on-one. And my heart, oh. I was like, oh, no. It's going to end badly. Like I just got so anxious. Anyway, yeah. they went out into the backyard and played so- one-on-one soccer. And it, they only were out there for about 20 minutes, but there was not one single fight. And I heard them laughing together. And I'm like, this is, I know it sounds silly, but it's one of the biggest things. Like I even said to myself out loud, or not to myself, but I'm like, this is huge. I said it like, because with somebody, if your kids fight hectically, you would know that. I feel like mine are different to anyone's in terms of how they fight. But it was so amazing. I was like, this is a gift that they're out there playing together. Even if it only happens once a year, like it's a miracle. And isn't it funny that there's something in, you know, that no rain, no rainbow, whatever. You don't notice. No. You don't notice when good things happen until you've been through some shit stuff. And then if, if they hadn't fought all the time, you wouldn't have even paid attention to that. No, but I always compare my kids to others. Like when I go over to friends' houses and they're playing out the back, kids are playing out the back together and stuff. I'm like, it's so far from my reality, you know. So when it happened last night, I'm like, oh, my God. And as soon as Sam walked in the door, I'm like, they played together for 20 minutes. They played together for 20 minutes. <laughs> like it was the best. And also I will say again as an outsider, the togetherness that you and Sam have shown through you being unwell, stuff with the kids, all that is quite inspiring really Mm. because you have never lost that. And I reckon it's very easy to lose that Mm. when you're in a relationship and there's all that other shit going on. Yeah, yeah. He's – we just – I feel like we're a good team. You are a good team. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, there we go, everyone. We'd love to hear what yours are if you'd like to have a think about it. It's actually quite good and therapeutic to think about what you kind of loved about your year and what was hard about your year. And it makes you look at not resolutions, but maybe things you want to change. Yeah. Yes. In the next year. Totally. Yeah. Um, So thank you for listening. Um, Happy New Year. Um, Look after yourselves. Don't go out and get wasted. Or do. Um, Or do. And have a bloody ball. Yep. And be safe. safe. We'll see you next year. Love yous. Bye.